When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, FIFA made an announcement yesterday of the venues in New Zealand that were going to be used during the Women's World Cup next year, and it's an exciting moment for a a complex that I've been to quite a few times, and boy, it's impressive. And joining us now is, oh gosh, don't know the title, I'll call him the big cheese of NZCIS down there in um, Wellington in Upper Hutt to be exact. Jamie Tout joins us. Jamie, welcome in. G'day, Steph. How are you, mate? Very good. Good news yesterday. I guess you knew that it was coming, but it's all official now to be part of FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah, how good, mate. It's going to be an awesome event, and we're super stoked with where it's landed. Really excited to, to welcome the uh, the Swedish team into the, into the camp, mate. It's uh, great news. One of the times I was down there earlier this year, I think FIFA were about to come and do an inspection. What do they inspect and what do you need, uh, what goals do you need to meet to satisfy them that your complex is up to standard? Yeah, Steph, we had 12 visits uh, in the end and that was spread across different parts of the campus. So we're not just a training site for the, um, for the FIFA Women's World Cup. What we've got here is something a little bit more unique. So we'll have a team, the Swedish team, staying with us on campus. Uh, all their team will stay, their management and everyone else will stay on site as well as train on site. So during those inspections, we had people coming here that were inspecting the fields, making sure we could uh, maintain those fields during the tournament to the to the high standards that they need. Uh, we know that, the, as an example, the grass level sits between 23 and 27 millimetres. We have to be making sure we're on point with that. Uh, they wanted to make sure that the, uh, the mechanical and maintenance uh, that we had in place was going to be suffice. We had people inspecting the accommodation, uh, we had people inspecting the rest of the facilities. So that's things like your media spaces, your uh, meeting rooms, your change rooms. Uh, the change rooms for us has just been a massive thing, and we're really excited to be able to set a, what we believe will be a new standard in how change rooms have been designed as well. So, yeah, it's um, it's significant the amount of work that goes into it. I think it was a well, I know it was. I read it twice. A seventy-six page document to <laughs> say that we wanted an agreement, not that we had an agreement, just that we wanted to have one. <laughs> And then, um, and there was a series of appendices after that, mate. So yeah, very, very detailed. So, what was the feedback from FIFA after their visits? We had uh, eight teams in total that come across the, the site, and uh, eight teams were from the various nations sent representatives after the draw. So the draw took place um, in October up in Auckland, and during the, uh, that, there was seventy to eighty people stay on and look at the various venues around Australia and New Zealand to make a decision on where their preference would be to base themselves. Now, the preferences uh, had an order to it as well, and it started off with how many games you played in your lo- in, in, the local, in the local town. So Sweden has got uh, multiple games here in Wellington, so they had a high priority, as well as being the um, third-ranked football team in the world at the moment. So they had a preference to be with us, as did what we understand other teams had as well. But they had the um, the, the inside rail, if you like. So um, yeah, it was it was really a process then of um, them walking around. And I think some of the comments that they had were 
they saw NZCIS as being the NASA of, uh, of sports facilities, which was pretty cool feedback. And I know the uh, the Spanish team as well said, look, we've never found a perfect facility, but this is this is pretty much it for us. And they, they would have loved to have stayed here as well, by all accounts. It might sound like a weird question, but you pointed to the changing rooms as something you're pretty proud of. So I just want to investigate that. Isn't a changing room a changing room? Mate, so I think in the, well, how long has it been? So I think 2006, I was the first S&C at the Pulse. And uh, as you know, I spent a lot of time with the Blackburns. And I think every change room I went into during that time, there was a bunch of urinals. And then one minute before the game, or the athletes were due to run out, uh, it was just a queue of people lining up for the toilet, which is maybe one or two of them. And there's, whole, there's four or six urinals there can't be used. And it's things like that that get pretty frustrating when you're trying to prepare athletes for high performance and they're worried about, can I get to the bathroom in time before I have to go out in the field? Or uh, do we have the the ability to be gender neutral? And so we've done a lot of little things that we hopefully make a big difference. And it's things like having shower doors that go floor to ceiling or thereabouts so we can have uh, males and females if we had to in the same space. We've got parent rooms, we've got medical and physio areas inside the change rooms. We've got dedicated recovery facilities inside the change rooms, and they're, and they're just big, big spaces. So the one the Swedish team will be using during the World Cup also doubles up as a team room or analysis room with a big screen at the front, and it can be used for not just the change room. It's, uh, it's much more than that, and we're, we're stoked. I think it's going to be a, a really um, cool point of difference that yeah, hopefully others can look at and say, yeah, they've, they've got that right, and, and hopefully it sets a, a new way we design change rooms. And the other cool thing about the NZCIS, and, and I think I'd be right, well, it's my guess that it's the first time it's happened in New Zealand. You've got a number of teams all based and domiciled in the one space, like the Hurricanes, the Wellington Lions, the Central Pulse. I've seen Special Olympics bank visits out there as well. So um, the people that are based there, they must be excited that they're going to get some Swedish uh, flatmates in this amazing complex of yours. Oh, mate, look, absolutely. I'm standing here at the moment just watching out onto the indoor field and I've got the, the Hurricanes working in four pods I'm looking at the moment. They've got uh, a skills-based unit session over there, run, catch, pass. with the line-out trials in one area. They're doing some speed testing in another. Got some guys looking at the big screen over here, looking at um, some, some drills they've just completed. And what's exciting about that is that they've now got an environment that lends itself to collaboration. And you see now the... Hurricanes men have been in the gym at the same time as the Wellington Women's Phoenix. Um, so just, just bumping shoulders, sharing ideas. They're all here for a common goal and that that's to be better. Um, and the fact that the, the Swedish women team is coming in as well, uh, being a, a real, whether well, a top four side and have been for a long time, uh, them coming in, there'll be learnings going both ways. And that, that's pretty cool. And the, the real encouraging thing is a lot of these athletes that we're come into the facility now have played a role in how the facility has been designed and it's the likes of uh, the set of hiddenies of the world um, and Kendra Coxage when you talk to them about how they want to train how they want to stay when they're in accommodations and things like that the change room design they've played a significant role so really uh, seeing it come to life now is wicked um, Friday just gone the Pulse and the Hurricanes did a, a spin class together in, uh, in our altitude cycling room and in the past, that just couldn't happen. It didn't have the number of bikes, didn't have the space, and now that sort of thing could be facilitated, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and as you said, you've, you've operated with high-performance athletes in New Zealand for a long, long time. You mentioned the Pulse, and for a long time with the Black Ferns. Um, I'm just thinking, 
the mental freshness that is inadvertently provided by training alongside athletes from different sports. I see that as a good thing because, I, you know, I spend a lot of time up with the Hurricanes at Rugby League Park and it's just the Hurricanes there and it's the same people and it's the same the same routines and, and you're always with the same people. The, the, the fresh pers- perspective you're going to get from training with netballers and football players, it, it must be a good thing which will add to performance on the field. I think so, Staff. I think it does create that freshness you talk about, mate, and your environments do change. And sport, the way it is now, you are travelling a lot, your your environment changes constantly. So I think getting out of your bubble and being able to sort of um, have those different conversations with different codes is is amazing. I think sometimes, too, as well, you get used to what you know and you sort of walk around with the likes of of an Artie Savier and you become used to being with Artie or TJ. But then you see someone from another code, whether it's David Ball or those guys, you think, geez, I'm in the same room as that person and they're at at the top of their game. Um, So, yeah, when Jackie Partia walks in here next year and she's walking in the same footsteps as others, I think both people will be standing a bit taller and just enjoying each other's company. I've been fortunate enough to go and have a look at the venue before a, a sod was turned, if you like. Um, from zero to a hundred percent, where is uh, NTTIS sitting at the moment? I think staff would be fair to say we're sort of building a plane while we're still uh, while it's in the air. So we're um, <laughs> we're flying it and building it at the same time. Um, our our number one field comes online in February next year, so that'll give us our four outdoor fields. Uh, the new accommodations, there's 50 new apartments coming online in February. Uh, the Chiefs Manoa will be the first team, I believe, to come into that um, for a game against the Poa, which is which is pretty awesome. We've got four new change rooms coming online in May, and they'll be the ones that'll be ready for the FIFA Women's World Cup. The foundation member change rooms opened uh, last week for the most part, and things like the analysis rooms and the landscaping and so forth will take place between now and sort of quarter two next year. So. I think by quarter two next year, mate, we'll be in a pretty good space. Um, there are It's an 18-hectare site, so there's going to be things going on for the next 12 months. But, yeah, we're in an awesome space, mate. It's just so good seeing a lot of yellow jerseys walking around uh, the Phoenix and the Hurricanes. Um, just brings a lot of life to the place. And what's the feedback been? I mean, you've mentioned David Ball. You've mentioned Ardi Savia. What's the feedback been from these guys at the top of their game in New Zealand about the facility? Well, I think what's uh, what's cool is yeah, we see uh, the boys talking about it being like a big US university complex, and they they like the fact that it's, it's well connected. You can walk from your change room into the gym, from the gym into your indoor field. Uh, your coach and your analysis staff are, are on site. The commercial team is uh, is on site as well. So I think it's creating good connections across the business. Um, the European guys coming out and playing for the Phoenix. They've, they've said, look, we've, we've trained at the uh, some of the big EPL clubs and, and this is what they've got. This is, and, it's, and in some cases, more. And that's really encouraging, mate. Like the, the process to get to where we got to has involved a lot of people uh, on the waka, including yourself, mate. You've been down here and provided feedback at different times and knowing you've got a lot of good people on the waka make it easy. But we've had uh, consults with Manchester United, Burnley FC, Paris Saint-Germain and... Not all the ideas we've been fed back have been able to be put in place or not always relevant either, but hopefully we've taken some um, some good from a lot of those teams and we've now got some of those teams looking back at us. And uh, I was over in Melbourne last week with the Melbourne AFL side, the Demons, and it looks like they're coming over 
at some point in the new year just to have a look at the facility concept and they're building a new one at the moment. So it's great to be able to share back as well. Awesome. Now, I would encourage people to go and have a look. You do some awesome stuff with drones and, and, your, and you film your progress. Where's the best singular point where people can go and have a look at this complex? Because I can't reiterate enough how, how impressive it, uh, it is. So people outside uh, all around New Zealand, where's the best place to go and have a look? Well, we're tracking up a, a fair bit of content uh, currently on Facebook and Instagram. So if you look us up on, on both those two platforms or LinkedIn, it's a good place to start. Um, we haven't put a lot of energy into the website just yet, but it's a, it's a work in progress, but certainly on social, uh, Instagram, NZCIS underscore, or New Zealand Campus of Innovation and Sport on Facebook or LinkedIn, and they'll, they'll see us, mate. But, yeah, it's exciting times, and it's, it's really just awesome to see the, the players walking around the corridors and enjoying the place. Yeah, well, congratulations on getting the tick from FIFA. Um, the hard taskmasters, they're exacting people, they require excellence, and it sounds like they're more than impressed. And, uh, well, to have Sweden uh, domiciled there for the FIFA Women's World Cup, um, that's a big pat on the back to you and the crew there at NZCIS, mate. Uh, delightful news. No, thanks, Dad. Look, we're really stoked, mate. We can't wait to welcome the team on, and we'll be doing everything we can to, to make them successful during the World Cup. And, at the same stage, we are wish the football ferns all the best as well. So, good times. Jamie Tout there from NZCIS. So, do go and have a look on Instagram and Facebook and take it in. I mean, it's, it's such an impressive site. We thank Jamie for his time. It's time now for new sport and weather.